all day and was nosing through the leaves when she caught a scent and scampered off. The woodsman grumbled and limped after her into a clearing, where the ground was spongy and white from river mud that had dried in the sun, appearing on the leaves like a bed of ashes over the earth. What is it, girl? he called. She discovered a jumble of bones at the base of a young oak. Seven feet up, in the crook of its branches, a skull and antlers were wedged. The skull was blanched white, fully scoured by blowflies, and the collapsed pile below was picked similarly clean, only a few swatches of fur among the leaves. The woodsman puzzled over the scene, trying to reconstruct the circumstances that had created the buck's misfortune. The strange had become common under the upheaval of nature. He reached up into the tree to collect the antlers, but his head went light and he wavered. He pulled a bandana from his trousers, wiped his flaming pink face, and consulted his hip flask. He looked up at the mid-afternoon sun and hobbled south until his legs were dazed and he felt no sensation of walking at all. Finally, he arrived at the riverbank, where a foundered picnic table sat legs up in the shallows. He leaned on it, heaving with exhaustion and pain. The dog tumbled in first, splashing and lapping up water in aggravated snaps. He rested his weapon against a tree and stepped gingerly out of his jeans, unsnapped and peeled off his shirt. He doffed his straw hat and then slowly waded into the pool, clutching branches and bolstering his descent with the cue. Water rose to his waist, the coolness cutting under his wounded flesh like a reversed burn. He tensed as it covered his bulging stomach and climbed onto his chest and took his breath away. He imagined steam coming off him the hiss of an open valve. The shock of cold drew the piss right out of him and away on the current. The dog made her spastic climb ashore, and he reached for her, ran his hand over her slick fur as she scrambled up the bank and shook off. She took a shady place beneath the scrub and rubbed at the ever-festering scab around her swollen, shut-dead eye. Years ago, he'd made the mistake of reaching for a pork rib he'd dropped in front of her and had to stab her there with a screwdriver to break her bite. It was the only time they'd ever harmed one another, which was more than he could say for some couples. He crouched and closed his eyes, and felt the water tingle against his chin, listened to the dog's peaceful snores, and then he began to enter a shallow trance himself. Something thrashed downriver. He felt sure there were no gators this far north, not in a cool, flood-swollen river like this one no matter what the old coffee guys were saying. Nevertheless, something clawed at him. Some premonition that told him not to linger here. A far-off engine whined. An upriver boat or jet ski. It grew louder, and by the time he opened his eyes and craned his neck, it was upon them. A man astride a four-wheeler had come barreling out of the woods and slid to a halt just beside the bank, not twenty yards upriver. A beagle pup ran up behind him, excited and breathless to the water's edge. The young dog spotted the woodsman and seemed prepared to dive in after him, but the stranger snarled and the pup heeled on the bank. The woodsman caught himself even as he opened his mouth. The stranger hadn't seen him there in the water, obscured behind a clutch of branches. There was something disturbed about this character, something familiar, too. He was gangling and mud-encrusted, gasping in the heat and nervous, chiding himself or the dog or some absent third party. 
the woodsman could have been looking at a spry version of himself. The stranger scanned the bank and the river, and all around, but still didn't detect the woodsman or his dog there. A busy beard and wide-brimmed hat obscured most of his features. He unhooked a large cooler from the four-wheeler's rear rack and lugged it down to the water in spastic jerks. He knelt beside the cooler, opened it cautiously, and peered inside. The woodsman's eyes darted to his mutt. Most folks took one look at her long, feral muzzle and high ears and wouldn't believe she was tame. She stood there, a little discombobulated, until the young beagle scampered up stupidly and jumped her in rough play. She stopped the pup with her bared yellow teeth and a gurgling snarl. The young dog retreated with a whimper, and the nervous stranger rose to attention. He slammed the cooler shut and marched around to find the commotion, stopping short when he saw the ragged bitch with her arched fur and cold cyclops.